Hey guys, uh, James Grabbing the Brisket here. We're at uh, on-set location at Hometown Sports Bar in Pearland, Texas, and we got the owner, Chef Ram, here with us. Uh, uh, Ram Aguilera. It's it's good. Good. Put it out Ram there. Ram Aguilera. There, there it is, yeah. So not just uh, Hometown Sports Bar and Grill, but also Hometown Seafood Company yeah, as well. Yeah. We, right. added, we added a restaurant to our portfolio this year, opened in July, there it and is. Uh, it started off great. It's been a little slower for the summer, but... But uh, once people figure out where they were going to be good, yeah. reviews are great, and uh, people are enjoying what we have. So we just got to let everybody know where we're, where we're at. Dude, there that's it fantastic. Is. Yeah, first and foremost, thank you for hosting us here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, it, it, it's an awesome place. It's something that we're we're quite familiar with. Yeah. I know Jan. Right. Oh, you've been here? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I have multi-hundred-dollar bills <laughs> <laughs> a night here. Okay. Yeah, so. you paid the electric bill a couple <laughs> of times. One hundred percent. Let's go. Uh, no, honestly, yeah, dude. This is uh, this is kind of a, a cool a cool thing because I, I never thought that we'd actually be able to do this here or whatever. And then when we started talking, uh, you're like, let's let's do one. Let's come yeah. up here. Let's, and then then we're here for your 10 year anniversary. Yep. Let's fucking go, dude. Right. Let's so we've been us. we've been it, it, it's kind of confusing even to us because so the real deal is we started as Mexico Bar and Grill. Yep. Right? I remember. I was here 10 years ago. Yeah. And then we changed to Stadia Sports Grill about five years ago and then we changed to hometown sports bar grill two years ago yeah so to say it's our 10-year anniversary as a company and as a family it's our 10th year here um but at you know as hometown it's only two so yeah that was it last year yeah either last two years ago we did stadia's 10-year anniversary yeah because we had the other stadia on the other side of town so we did a 10-year anniversary, then we did a 9-year anniversary, and now we're doing another 10-year anniversary. So you know, last night, people were like, what the hell are y'all hey, doing? Listen, are y'all just making these dates every, every, every year, 10-year? You can only be 10 one time. Yeah. What's going on? So we're right. like thoroughly confused, everybody in the city, yeah. I'm sure. But our company has been here for 10 years in this spot, Yeah. Uh, and we ain't going nowhere, and hometown is not changing. So we'll, we'll be hometown. We, Stadia always called ourselves Pearland's Hometown Sports Bar, and the deal was we were ready to expand. And I didn't want to open another stadium because there was a lot of confusion around the name. And there had been other stadiums in other cities, Sugarland, Katy, um, and they weren't run very well. So to to still uh, associate with that name to me was just done. Plus, we were the only ones left and we were the franchise location. So it just made sense to rebrand at that point yeah. and make ourselves hometown sports. Bus. There it is, man. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I tell you right now, I, I, like, I like the passion and I like the way you put it out there. Because it, it's not like you're, you're, you're not you're not new to running a business. You're not new to running a restaurant or whatever else. And and I I, I see some similarities here and there because Stadia was right. It was a big business. Yeah, yeah. Had. But at the end of the day, like this place has been rebranded to a hometown sports bar and grill. And dude, this place is packed out here, like like a crazy month. Like on like who thought Thursday nights was. I think Wednesday nights are nothing new thing, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it used to be Friday nights were like the thing, Saturday nights. No, it's Wednesday nights are crazy here. Yeah. Thursday nights are freaking crazy here. Yeah, we uh, were here. I got a cool story. So, I've got a new employee that works here. Her name's Alex, and she, I was standing by the wait station with her. Was it last night? It might have been last night or the night before. I've had a few cocktails over the last weekend. Yeah. Cheers but, to that. So, she, she pulls me aside and she goes, hey, do you ever look out at the restaurant and think to yourself, man, I did this. Yeah. And I was like, well, no, I usually look out and go, what, how can we make it better? But 
as a new employee, you know, I guess for her it was cool. I mean, it, it is still cool for me too. But it, I told my wife the story later on the day, and I was like, you know what? It, it is pretty cool because it used to be crickets in here. You know, like yeah. on a Thursday, it'd be like five tables. Nothing. So to see an NFL kickoff, you know, day like we did this week, yep. where we're packed, and la- you know, Friday night we were jam packed with karaoke. Last night, Little Joe and the Southern Brown Band played. Last night, packed again. So it is pretty cool. Yeah, to see it. You know, the, the what we've gone through and the levels of COVID and all that crap. Um, it's just cool to see people enjoy what we're doing and and part of it is you know with a name like hometown we've always tried to support local organizations um the chamber you know the lions club the high school and you know there's a saying in the lions club where they say uh you don't get very far unless you're doing for others and we've kind of taken that you know to heart as a concept so we do a lot of donations to the booster club and we get paid back double tenfold yeah man we uh we cater a lot of city lunches and teachers' lunches, and we're an approved vendor for Carolina ISD, you know, the school district. So it's um, it's pretty cool to see, you know, people you meet meet out in the community that have never that have never even heard of us. And I'm, I'm like, how are we this busy? And I still run into people every day. They're like, well, where are you at? Right. And so if we're if we're this successful now, and there's that many people that don't know about us, yeah. To me, it's just promising to know that we're still meeting new customers. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Got Jay. I got. I got. I got. Actually, I want to know. Like, how did this start? I mean, obviously, you've been doing the, the restaurant business for a long time. Yeah. But uh, like, did you grow up? Your family had restaurants. How did this begin? Well, so I, I got in the restaurant business kind of by I don't say by accident, but I, I I came to Houston to go to U of H on an academic scholarship, and I was going to school for two years, and I lost my scholarship. Because it was a little kid in the big cities. Oh, Probably yeah. a common story, right? Time yeah. to go, man. Lost my scholarship, got it back, lost it again. And I told my parents, like, I just, I'm not going to go to school. School's not for me. And my dad said, well, then you're paying for everything. So I got a job at Hooters. Nice. Yeah, dream job as a, <laughs> as a cook. I'm hey, trying to imagine hey, in the outfit. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a job at Hooters as a cook. And uh, grinded it out, man. I was, um, they, you know, I was a good cook. So they offered me a, a job as a trainer, kitchen trainer. So I went to El Paso and I went to Canada and I went to a few other states to open some stores nice. as a trainer. Got into management, and then I was uh, next thing I know, I was a training GM at 24. Worked for Hooters for 14 years. Yeah. And then um, me and some Hooters general managers who thought we knew what we were doing. We're I like, love, we can do this shit I ourselves. Love right? I love that, right? Let's get out of here. So we had all the experience. And we're like, let's go do it ourselves. So we opened a restaurant, failed, and um, but kept going, kept going. And every other restaurant we I did, I tried to get a little bigger piece of it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, got some partners here. We bought them out. Now this is ours by ourselves. Me and my wife, Stacy, partnered with somebody else to do hometown seafood. And, you know, just keep, keep learning and keep going and... Trying to build something great. So, it's, it's just, I think this resonates a lot with me uh, in general, and, and probably James, because like we think about this all the time, right? Like, we, we've grown up in the restaurant business, uh, him and I have, um, and it, you just don't know what you don't know, yeah. right? And, and everybody thinks like, oh, I could just make some good food. If we just made really good food, it would be okay. You're like, that's not it. No. Nope. <laughs> everybody thinks that it's it's about the business, it's about the branding, it's a, it's about about, about be able to stick through the hard times when when trust me I I, I know I know there have been hard times right yeah. it, but it's sticking through that shit and getting 
past it to, to create something successful, a lot of people can't do it. And that's where you weed out, like, I'm not saying winners from losers, whatever else, because it's just bad breaks. It's a bad break when you open a restaurant, you, you pour your heart and soul into something, and it fucking fails. That sucks. Yeah. But but for you, you're like, dude, you recognized, uh, well, obviously, you had your very beginning, right, where, where you were, you're, you, you opened this, this venture up, it doesn't do so well. Because you're thinking like, man, I, I know this. I got this. We all, we can all do this. Yeah. We're just telling people what to do. Like, it's fine. Hey, go cook that. Go make this. Go do that. Yeah. It ain't like that, though. No. Right? The hardest part to me about, probably this isn't just true for restaurants, but yeah. any entrepreneur, <laughs> uh, business owner, whatever else is, if you got a job and you got a paycheck yeah. and you go to your job and you don't see the fruits of your labor because you're working hard, right? But nobody recognizes you, so it kind of sucks. But you still get a fucking paycheck. Can I cuss? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 You get a paycheck. We're, we're normal people. Yeah. So if <laughs> you, you. If, you, if you have a restaurant or a business, a lawn company, whatever else, and you don't see the fruits of your labor because you're not making enough money, you don't get a fucking paycheck. Right. So that's it. To still keep the drive and adjust and try to figure out where you can do something different and keep going is probably the hardest part about any entrepreneurial level, you know, because. Yeah. And COVID was a, a pretty good test of this because any restaurant, probably any business who, di- di- who went through COVID and said, oh, I'm going to get this PPP money or I'm going to yeah. get this loan. And yeah. I'm just going to wait it out. And when things open back up, everything will be great. Those are the ones that failed. Yeah. But if you, if you went into COVID and really tried to take a step back and adjust what you were doing, you know, move some pieces around, do, do something different. Yeah. Those are the ones, you know, like Grazia, who did some stuff with the, their market. And, you know, we opened a to-go center up front and, you know, did family packs, you know, for, yeah. for um, you know, people that were balling on a budget, you know. And those are the people that, that did something different and did well. But, you know, yeah. you can't, you got to just adjust and figure it out. Don't so quit. That's, that, that's, I think that's the difference, though. Yep. Right? That's the difference. It's... It's pretty fucking badass, yeah. man. I'm not going to lie. And Harvey was another one. Y'all were still open. Yeah, Harvey. We went through Harvey, and luckily, I don't know what it is, but every, uh, what was it? What was the flood? Was that Harvey? Yeah. 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 So we've, we've never lost power here, which is crazy. I know. that I got several meals from here. I live across the street, and yeah. I walked over because we couldn't drive out of our neighborhood. So I walked through the floodwaters and came over here and would get food. Yeah. We never <laughs> got, times. we never lost power. We never lost product. And we were always able to reopen really quickly. Yeah. So, and what I loved about, that's right, going to be tough. I don't want to say I love. What I, what I appreciate about an event like that, a storm or something, Yeah. when we can open back up, what I find is people want to come here because they want an escape, right? Their mm-hmm. house sucks. There's yeah. no power. Something happened in their family. Their no sister, AC. No, there's something happened. Yep. And all people want to come do is tell a story. Yeah. They're like, dude, yeah. this would happen to me this week, you yeah. know. And they're like, hey, man. So, and what was what was weird about Harvey is, as I would visit tables and like we would run out of food at night, you know, because we couldn't get deliveries and, st- and stuff like that. But yeah. is you would be sitting at one table and you'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm high and dry. I'm good. We're no power. I mean, we were fine. Hey, yeah, yeah, right, right. Cool. Hey. I'd go to you and like, I lost everything, dude. My whole first floor. Yeah. So it was like just hit or miss. But people just wanted to tell the story, you know. Yeah. They wanted to get some AC for once in a week. Just one hundred percent. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I think that uh, we, we talk about a lot uh, when we, hey, we're, we do the barbecue thing and we're going to open up our business. But one thing we kind of talk back and forth, one thing I think that you do really well, just like you were saying, is that, that being able to connect to the community, being mm-hmm. able to connect to the people here to where they see you as not just somebody that, that runs a, a bar and grill, but they see you as a, a friend, a, a person that you can come to and hang out. Yeah. And I think in order for you to have a successful business restaurant, I think you have to, to you have to put that put yourself out there. You, like, you have to be involved. I totally agree. Like you are this place, right? Yeah. Like anytime you're not here, okay, great. We have a great time. But I'm I'm telling you when I come in I see you and you're like, hey what's up man? It's like, hey, hey, the fucking owner just said what's up, right? It's right. it's a thing. And, and I think people think about that. It's, yeah, it's, you're right. They do appreciate it for sure. 100%, yeah. man. I mean, I, I, Yeah, because, we, you know, we decided to open another restaurant, Hometown Seafood, which is five minutes from here. Yep. So for, I don't know, maybe for four months, I just didn't work here. Mm-hmm. I was, we were busy with construction, and I would pop in, and luckily I've got a great team and a general manager, Scott Cross, who runs the place where you know things just went kept going and i kept picking up money and right (laughs) life's great right yeah Yeah. but every now and then i get a text from somebody a customer like dude where the fuck have you been like what's going on you know like you don't would you sell the place what what, what do you absentee owner (laughs) or when i when i would come in they're like hey my guy is here i was like okay but yeah Yeah. i I do get it it's just a little different when you know you're here yeah I'm telling you, man. Yeah, yeah, as much as I don't want to, you know, call myself the guy or whatever, it is pretty it's, cool. There's a different energy yeah. when you're in the building yeah. and when you're not. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's fucking pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It'd, it'd be it'd be harder to do if I didn't like the restaurant, but I fucking love it. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh. Put your heart and soul into it. Yeah. Uh, so so you have a you have a new lineup right now. You have a new menu you're putting out. Yeah, we just did a a, a new menu revision. So. Uh, you know the hometown seafood concept we have it uh, it's a little more elevated food you know we do fresh fish four times a week and we've got a couple um, companies that we buy from that can get us you know bycatch products so yeah. like if these fishermen go out and fish for snapper and they get 50 pounds of pompano by accident well the, the, the buyers will call me and go hey man I got pompano for five bucks a pound do you want it yeah. we can get it do something cool with it so we do we're able to do some pretty neat things there a couple different kinds of ceviche Gulf Coast oysters, East Coast oysters. So when I did that restaurant, you know, it kind of like reinvigorated all the cooking stuff, yeah. right? Because sports bar food can get kind of. Uh, the food here is, I love the yeah. food here. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is yeah, great, but, but, it, but it's burgers but, and wings. But right? I, I see what you're saying, though. So yeah. I, when yeah. I got back here this a couple of weeks ago, I was like, we need to do something different. Man. I so you're like, I'm going to chef this yeah. motherfucker. So I'm going to chef the shit out of this thing. So <laughs> we added some some cool, uh, you know, new sandwiches, and yeah. we're doing ribs now. Not to take it away from you barbecue guys. Hey, but no. so I saw the rack of ribs. I was going to ask you about this. I was in the back of the kitchen earlier, and there was a little half rack of ribs back there. Yeah. Are they baby back? Uh, uh, St. Rib. Louis, so yeah. St. Louis cut, uh, but 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 you've already they're already cooked down. Yeah, and, we and, and now you're like just smoke you're you're, you're grilling them off. Yep. Yeah, Dude. we so we rub them with uh, ch- so chipotle good. and salt and pepper, and uh, steam them for an hour. Yeah, and then uh, you know chill them, wrap them, and then kind of grill them with some barbecue sauce to order, and they're pretty good. Don't try right now. They're not fall apart, but they're pretty they good. look pretty legit. On that. <laughs> You walked over and you put a little, uh, like you, you scooped them up. And you're like, hey, who's got the ribs? Yeah. <laughs> They're sitting there. I'm like, bro, I got those ribs. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I'm going to eat those things. You're missing one when the plate yeah. goes out. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, uh, I think we're going to have video coming up here in a little bit, so the people that are that are listening, whether it's uh, iTunes or Spotify, uh, uh, slide over to the YouTube uh, channel. You'll be able to see that kind of in action. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, we do a lot of parties here. You know, I mean, it's uh, the place is kind of made for that. So birthdays, celebrations, you know, happy hours. So we we have a section of our menu called the Ballers Board section. And uh, things are a little bit more expensive, like, you know, 70, 80 bucks. Yeah. But it's these huge platters that we call ballers boards. It's a ton of food. It's a ton of food. Yeah. You're but, like, uh, hey, you're getting your money's yeah. worth. Okay. But you got a group of 10, you know, rather than ordering two, three, four, five things, we just sell you this big, badass ballers board platter with yeah. ribs and quesadillas and nachos. And so they're every time they come out, people are like, what is that? I, yeah. I want one of those. <laughs> right, right. It's one of those head turners. So. Yeah. No. So I so I, I shot a I shot a picture early, earlier over here with your baller's board you have on the wall. Yeah. So so h- how do you get on the wall? So when you order a baller's board picture, we we add you to the baller's boardroom. Okay. And we put your picture up there with the platter that you ordered. There it is. Yeah. All right. So nice. how extravagant can it get? Like, is it is it up to you? Can you customize this thing, or is it? Uh, well, so we used to do like one big one that was like 150 bucks. Yeah. But now we have four different kinds that are a little bit smaller. So, so you're like a junior baller? Yeah. No, fuck that. We're going that, all two. Ball- yeah, get two of those. Right. Why are we tripping over <laughs> here? Right. Yeah, we got a sliders yeah. baller's board that comes with four different kinds of sliders and fries and gravy and ranch. Oh, yeah. And all kinds mm. of so I'm telling you, they, they, they have a country fried uh, slider. slider. Oh, yeah. Dude, Ooh. country fried chicken, chicken. I can't even talk. Say it again. The country <laughs> fried chicken slider is fucking legit. Okay. It sounds like it's it. really good. Yeah, yeah, fried little fried chicken sandwiches with cream gravy on it. You can't beat that. No, mm. no, you can't. Mm-hmm. Bomb. Yeah. So what's next for you, man? Like, uh, I don't know. So uh, I, I really love both concepts. Um, I like I like the seafood deal because you know it's a it's a chance to kind of test what you can do. Yeah, as it's a you culinary I, experience. I, yeah. I feel I feel like the seafood is all you. Yeah. I feel like you're just putting your Well my you wife I mean? my wife did a lot of the decorating. I mean she's obviously yeah. the one with taste in the family. Let's go. Um, <laughs> and so she, she got did you? A, all the painting colors. We actually if you haven't been there, we I've got a local artist, her name is Jenny Bellamy. Yeah. And she did this multi textured oyster mural that is fucking badass. There's nothing like it in the city of Pearland. It's a huge uh, six foot by, I guess, 24 foot. It's Damn. four panels. And uh, it took her a month to do in the restaurant. Uh, while we were doing construction, she took up one room. And um, it's a you know clear acrylic with gemstones in it. I mean, it's it's freaking badass. Uh, you can probably take a picture and segue into the, yeah. the podcast. 100%. It's 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 send us something on that. Yeah, I, she's yeah. an artist. Yeah. Uh, I think her page is called Art and Soul Creations on Facebook. But uh, she's out of Dickinson, and, and um, she, she does a great job. Yeah. Is, that, is that the place? Is that there by the movie theater? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, yeah. We, I, I don't know how I didn't put that together, but we ate there about a month ago. That place is fucking good. Really? Yeah. You ate yeah, there? Denny and I ate there, yeah. About oh, a month ago. Yeah. nice, well done, bro. That was good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was related. Yeah, but how. between Floyd's... <laughs> what are you, an I'm idiot? I'm stupid. I guess what, I am. What are you, an idiot? I'm going to go. I'm hey, just going to leave. You like a, uh, like a, just you're, press you're, stop hey, when you're done. I'm gonna you got go. a 40 IQ or something? Like, <laughs> hey, you know what? On? Shut the fuck up about that. Okay. Between Floyd's and 288, there really wasn't any... You know another seafood option. Yeah. You know, so we wanted to do something in the heart of Pearland where people could get a little bit nicer day spot, date spot. You know, I mean, it's it's legit. It's pretty cool in there. Well, yeah. I, listen, I, I I know we're Pearland guys. You guys are Pearland guys. Like, dude, we just 
it's it's pretty cool that we're here. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty fucking. I'm stoked You're that we're even. Bit. <laughs> I'm stoked. That I'm not, I'm a little drunk, but I'm stoked that that we're fucking even here doing so this it's thing. It's a little different to be in the yeah. studio. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Yeah. So, so we actually have a studio. Speaking now. of Paraland guys, yeah. uh, Paraland guys, let's give our boys. Yeah, yeah. Charlie uh, Mike Productions. That's right. Uh, it's Paraland Podcast Studios. Cool. Yeah. yeah so the, they're military guys. Uh, Charlie Mike is a is a military uh, term, whatever else. But uh, but yes, dude, we're in a studio now and getting we got produced. What's That's happened? pretty cool. You know, so we uh, this kind of came up because. I was telling him this idea I had for a podcast. He's like, dude, I have a podcast. I yeah. have like hundreds of thousands of followers. I was like, what? I was like, you do? Yeah. He goes, I don't even know how we did it. He goes, yeah. It's yeah. true. He doesn't. No. <laughs> he goes, no right. Next thing I know, he's like, something happened. and We put some food on it. We had 200,000 followers. I was like, what? Yeah. So, yeah, we picked his brain a little bit about trying to do something for us. Dude, I'll tell you right now. Like, So, y'all could have your own podcast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I really want to do. I, I I just want to do a funny one. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, I, that's what we are. You can't copy us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got I, I've got so many restaurant stories that would freaking blow people's minds yeah. about. The, I mean, yeah. if I could have a camera on my hey, back, hey, in the after dark, is that, hey, you want to do an after dark <laughs> series? It's so silly. We'll do one of those. Yeah. yeah. So instead of after dark, we're going to call it after bark. After bark, right, after bark, right, right. Yeah, right. like like barbecue bark. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The after bark, bro. It is <laughs> a funny show. It is. <laughs> Drinks, please. <laughs> hey, what are we doing here? Give me two. How do we more? <laughs> right. So speaking of restaurant stories, uh, and and I know you're a busy guy, and you, you got a lot of stuff to do. But uh, how about uh, so we always have a segment on the podcast where we talk about people's fails and wins. Uh, I think we've gone over a lot of the wins that you've done um yeah any 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 funny stories fails restaurant wise cooking wise that that you know you're not trying to burn hey. anybody or trying oh, to yeah. no, hold yeah. on. It's like, i burn shit all right. the time yeah. <laughs> it's like hey i had this party <laughs> i i planned for it yeah. it just sucked i don't right. i don't know what it is Get about it. me and bread <laughs> i burn bread every fucking time that i put it in the yeah. air <laughs> Hey. I cannot to save my. I'll set timers and I'll still burn that shit. Hey, oh you know God. what? So I grew up in a. We grew up uh, in a thing. If you weren't scraping your bread, <laughs> you burn <laughs> it. Toast. If you're not scraping your bread, you ain't cooking it right, Probably bitch. We, we make yeah. our, we make our own croutons yeah. at, uh, at at seafood, and uh, I've burned the croutons like I, I don't know, a couple of dozen times. My cooks won't even let me. They're like, we, we'll do the croutons. <laughs> Stop. Look, honestly, like, uh, and I, I do the same thing with, like, I'm making, like, garlic bread or uh, garlic toast or whatever, but you can sit there and just stare at it in the oven yeah. for, like, an hour, and it will not cook, but as soon as you turn your back, burnt, yeah. done. Yes. Burnt. Yes. Right. Hey, let me grab this spatula. Yeah. Burnt. Yeah. Yeah. It's that Dude, quick. It goes from That's how we know you're ready. Like, oh, yeah. No, yeah, you opened up, not ready to play. Yeah, usually, bottom. yeah, usually it's the wife is like, "Is something burning?" You're like, "Yeah." Oh, fuck. When the smoke alarm goes hey. off, that's when we knew dinner was ready. Yeah. Instead of asking, "Is it burning?" Why don't you open the freaking oven, right? Don't. Yeah, that's the worst when you're like mid meal and like, "This is so good." You're like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Shit, the bread." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happens for every sure. time. That's so good. So okay, so so we we have hometown sports bar and grill. If hometown seafood, yep. Like so, this is still getting off the ground. Yeah. So I don't know if I want. So I'm gonna do 
I don't know what we'll be next. We work, we're working with the realtor now to look for some other locations. I think both. So our tagline with hometown is we're all from Texas, but Paradena is our hometown. Yeah. And so I can do that anywhere. Corpus, Sugarland. You know. um, so we'll keep that tagline, which with whatever restaurant we do, um, it just has to be the right spot. I'm looking at a, a spot in Lake Jackson to maybe do another hometown seafood. Um, you know, I just I like second generation spots. Yeah, there's there's so many restaurants that uh, open up and fail. So, Very quick, right? People yeah. with their heart and soul All or something. You're like, bro, yeah, you should have got so, a plan yeah. together. <laughs> what? Hey, so, you should come talk to me. I had a guy like before COVID. I'm not going to mention names, but I had a guy come see me because he was like, I want to open a restaurant. Can, yeah, can I talk to him? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so we sit down pre-COVID. And he was like, uh, and he was like in sales, you know, construction or something. And I'm like, why do you want to open a restaurant? And he's like, well, I, I've always wanted one. He's like, and I want to drink. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, I thought I would be cool. I want to do a sports bar. I'm like, don't. He goes, what advice do you have? I was like, don't do it. Yeah. I go, go buy some houses and flip houses and do something else. <laughs> if you're just doing it to make money, this is not to do. You got to love it. And it's your passion. Yeah. I go, if you really want to do it, I'll sell you this one. Because at that time, I was like, we'd done two different restaurants seven years. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I was like, I'll sell you this one for 75000 bucks. You can have it. Yeah. And he's like, no, nah, I really want to do one. I'm like, okay. I was like, well, don't do full construction. Just find something that's failed, remodel it. You know, that way it's a little investment. You don't have to, you know, spend your whole life savings. Yeah. And he's like, so he did not do that. He went out, <laughs> built his own sports bar. It clearly like, cost him like hundreds of thousands of dollars what's the name of it i can't tell yeah. you no bro <laughs> not hey, so I, I, so, I gotta go buy that place <laughs> what's so, wrong with you two years later yeah restaurant closed down and i uh we looked at it to do another hometown sports bar it just didn't work out and i was like you know what's sad is i'm gonna do exactly what i told this guy to do to his own restaurant after spending all this money yeah. you know but yeah so if anybody wants to do a restaurant my advice would be to start small. Yeah. There's so many different ways to do it now with caterings and food trucks to try to figure out if you even like to do it. Grind you know, it out. Grind it out first. My, my daughter, uh, when she graduated high school, wanted to go to veterinary school. So I had her met, meet with Chris Scheffler, who has Pearland Animal Hospital, and now he owns Pearland Barkway here. Yeah. Just to sit down and kind of pick his brain. And uh, the first thing he asked her was like, why do you want to, do you like animals? Or do you just want to because you can be a doctor and it's the same amount of school hey, hey you're welcome he, but he was like my advice would be go work in a vet clinic and yeah. see if you like it first and it's the same thing for restaurants Anthony Bourdain says this on his shows like before you open a restaurant go work in a restaurant for a year yeah. and sweat and go grind it up stink smell like all your clothes smell like grease do all that shit for a year and see if you like it first and then maybe you can you know go do it yeah, yeah. so yeah so so speaking of that a little bit, a, a secondhand restaurant uh, is furniture, fixtures, and, and equipment, right? Yeah, so a lot of FFEs, times. Yeah, they'll get they, locked out, right? So they leave their furniture, fixtures, equipment, FF&E. And so, 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 so when you go into a place, do you see, like, they have all that there still? Did they have the cooking equipment there? Did they have something? Yeah, a lot, have? a lot of times the spaces will come with, you know, whatever is existing in there. Yeah. TVs, whatever, you know, sometimes there's dishes and racks and everything but to open a restaurant and from scratch from what i call just from the dirt you got to put in your grease trap you got to put in the vent hood coolers that are all really big ticket items yeah. you know? thirty thousand dollar cook yeah. sixty thousand dollar coolers so right if you can luck into a restaurant that already has that stuff you know it's 
half the battle. So somebody's already front of the bill, yeah. right? So that's 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 the key. Yeah. Dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Great advice. Yeah. Jim, we'll restaurant one on one. Listen, I, I don't want to. I, I want a place I can. I already have a place. I come here. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Right. It's not for sale anymore. So I don't know. Oh, you said seventy five. I know when you said seventy five. I was, I was like, like, I'll write a check for that right now. <laughs> what we got? Yeah. Okay. That was that was I, then. I, I, right. I feel like I spent that a year here, anyways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it, and that's that's a that's probably the craziest story about this place is you know, with when COVID happened, like before COVID, I was like, fuck this place, man. I'm I'm here all the goddamn time. I'm, I'm making money half the time. Right. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's it seems fun. Like you guys come in, you're like, what? You're not having fun. I mean, I am having fun, but you know, I like oh, to make working. money. I, I like to make money, too. Right. bro. I gotta pay bills. Like this yeah, like, cost. Everything if, cost. If, right. My, my thing is, yeah. I want to get rich. Yeah. Like so, if I'm gonna work that much, yeah, I want to get rich. You'll be compensated. And I had a, I had another guy a couple of years ago because I've always thought of myself as a one restaurant guy. I didn't. I wasn't a multi unit guy. I didn't want to do two, three, four, five. And the, this guy was talking to that had uh, some franchise stuff. He goes, "If you're gonna have one, you might as well have ten. Why not? You're gonna work anyway. Exactly. So, you're, like, you're married to it. Anyway. Well, maybe you're right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know if I want ten, but we're working towards doing something else. Yeah. But um, I believe in you. Before COVID, you know, go, going from wanting to sell it and quitting and all that stuff, and like you know, it was hit or miss, and having good years, bad years, and then after COVID, it just took off. Yeah. And I don't know what I mean. I don't know what it was. It just I think the environment you, you, you've held allowed people to go. Shit, we are so tired of being cooped up, and and, and nobody could talk to anybody. Yeah. Nobody could, you know what I mean? To a point where, like, you know what? Hey, we're, you're you're like, hey, we're still here, guys. Yeah. Like, we're not shutting down. We're still here for you. And you made it an environment that everybody could come to. A lot of places wouldn't do that. A lot yeah. of places had all these different mandates and all this stuff bullshit. But but y'all. Hey, we got you. You want food? We got you. You got this? Yeah, got I think you. it was a mixture of that, too. Like, you're right. People are cooped up, and they're ready to party. Yeah. And then also, during COVID, we did a lot of um, heartfelt things for the community that not, not everybody was doing, you know? So, like, when Harvey happened, yeah, we, uh, we made, like, I don't know, 50 gallons of chicken soup and just gave away chicken soup to anybody that needed it. Like, if you don't have power, you don't have an oven, you can't, you know, you can heat this up. You know, over a campfire, whatever you got, we can give you something you can do. And uh, so we gave away gallons of chicken soup to people. So little things like that, you know, I think the community recognized as good faith stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've always said people will support you if you're supporting them. You know? yeah. So we did enough good faith things during COVID with discounted meals and stuff to try and stretch every dollar and be nice to people. So when we opened up, I think people were nice to us. So it yeah. worked out. Hey. Good vibes out, good vibes in. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Well, hey. Definitely did a good job hey. making a connection right with the community. Like yeah. anybody you talk to is like, yeah, that's that's where they go. It's like going to hometown, and everybody, everybody I talk to knows Ram. Like even before I knew who Ram was, they're like, oh yeah, you Ram. I'm like, I don't know what are you what are you talking about. And then I meet him, which was a few years ago now. But even before that, everybody already knew that's Ram, and that's. That's the hometown. Even before it was called hometown, this was the hometown bar. Yeah. yeah. I would always, when I was younger, I remember going to HEB with my dad. And uh, everybody knew my dad. Like, it took us an hour to go to HEB. I'm like, we just came from Maloney. What are we doing here? Right. But, you know, he'd stop and talk and stop and talk and stop and talk. And now I feel like when I go to HEB, especially this one here on Pearland Parkway, because we go quite a bit for something we run out of or whatever, it's like, 
people are always like, hey, Ram, hey, buddy, hey. Like, hey. The Pearland Parkway guy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. They're cool. secretly thinking, like, is Ram shopping here for himself or is he shopping for the place? <laughs> right? What is he buying? <laughs> yeah, what is he doing? Why does he have 60 jars of pickles? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you right now, James, my boy over here, has got the best brined pickles. It'll change your life. It's it's a thing. I don't know what I, I don't I don't know how you do what you do with your pickles, man. But but you're, you're tell us about your pickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, I, you're I, I took, a, I took a turn right there. I, I feel like, like it's yeah. an SNL skit. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's yeah, it's gonna turn into a skit because <laughs> John's gonna blast us all over social media. Yeah. Like I love to put his pickles in my mouth. No, no, nobody said that. That's a real. Only you said. I didn't say that. I'm not just saying, bro. Hey, I appreciate the hype. Yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, it's all in the brine. Like, it, it, it's the brine. Do you do you grow your own cucumbers? I do not. No. no. Hey, John only does. I'm hey, out. Hey, listen. John's got a huge garden. It's all listen, I will tell you this, it's all in the brine and it's it's a percentage of vinegar, like 5%, 9% it's a water. It's 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 the it's a percentage that will make that's what makes the pickle. What yeah. do you put in there? Peppercorns, garlic, ginger? No. Oh, uh, definitely all of that. Yeah. Uh, no ginger. Uh, no, no. no. It, it's garlic. It's pepper. It's uh, I usually do habaneros. I'll spice it up. Do spicy pickles. Right. Um, the vinegar that I use is a nine percent. Ah, so it gives it that secret, extra bro. little. Now everybody's gonna be. Everybody it. does yeah. fake, fake, fake. Everybody uses five percent when they make pickles. Everybody does. Ooh. That's wrong, bro. No, Go you're shaking things up with your nine percent. It makes a difference. Yeah. It's super, and the salt. You gotta make salt, but, but yeah. Or, uh, I feel yeah. like we've spent too much time talking about pickles. Exactly. Like, that's <laughs> hey, two Ram. minutes too long. <laughs> Ram, I just made one comment. <laughs> it led into that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let, let, let me lead to this. Hey, Ram, hey, we thank you for being on the show. Man, I'm glad you yeah. guys come. It, it's it, always it, a it pleasure awesome. to see you as customers and now the show. Cool, man. Had yeah. a great time. Appreciate Are we it. down for the ballers board or what? Let's go. Yes. I, uh, yes. Let's do it. Let's, let's do see it. it. Let's bring that thing All out. Right. Hey, coming up next is the ballers board. Which I took a couple of videos of. I have no idea which really in this thing, so I'm excited to see it. Let's see how big a baller you are. Let's go. And the MBBQA for their unwavering support. Absolutely, and cheers to Barbecue News Magazine, Suckle Busters, and Dow Strong Knives for their contributions. And you know, Yeti always has our back, and Cooling Nation ensures our drinks stay perfectly cold. Lastly, props to Cambro Manufacturing, and of course, a spicy night to Chicks of Smoke Seasoning. Thanks to all for powering this show. Until next time, keep smoking. <laughs>